feel like there's only a few select people that are allowed to have fun at their job. Like working as a clown at a kid's birthday party. Or if you were a mascot for a basketball team and you got to jump off a trampoline and do a 360 dunk. Well, turns out that you don't need to be a clown or a mascot to have fun. Although, maybe it's not fun to be a clown. Because people are scared of clowns. Like me. Anyways, on today's episode, we hear from Kara Ayala, registered dietitian, and what it's like to work in corporate wellness. I I never really thought that a, a job could be considered like fun would be one of my main words to describe my job. The gym is the best part of most of these employees' days, right? It's a chance to, for them to get away from work. So it's almost like their social hour. So yeah, they're all working out and engaging in health activities, but they're also socializing. So everyone's in a good mood. And so that really makes the job a really awesome field to work in. I'm Jason Park, and this is Dietitians Unknown. If you could only have one ice cream flavor for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? That is hard. Um, I think it would probably be, can it be a specific brand? Sure. Okay. Cause I, it's, um, Marianne's ice cream, 1020. I think it's like caramel ice cream with, um, Oreo cookies in it from Marianne's, but they're based out of Santa Cruz, California. And it is my favorite ice cream flavor by far. Nice. I mean, you can't, you said Oreo cookie, right? It's, yeah, caramel ice cream with Oreo cookies I mean, mixed through it. And I, I think there's, like, some hot fudge mixed through it as well. Uh, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I feel like any, like, you had me at Oreo pretty much. Right. You know? Well, like, any sort of crunch in ice cream, right? Like, yeah. it can't just be, like, smooth ice cream. There has to be a little bit of crunch in it for oh, me. Oh, for so. sure. And I think that's why, like, Ben and Jerry's does so, does so well is because, yeah. like, they make sure they include, like, big chunks of Stuff. Yep, the crunch factor. Yeah, for sure. that's awesome. No, yeah. Okay, you, so you, now I'm craving ice cream. Yeah. So that, this is off to a good start. <laughs> I also am 27 weeks pregnant, so that doesn't oh. help with the ice cream cravings. Yeah, well, and also, well, congratulations too. That's awesome. Thank you. You know, you could have been, I don't know, a mathematician, an engineer, uh, a firefighter. You know, anything pretty much, right? Why dietitian? Like, why nutrition? I grew up a swimmer, pretty competitive swimmer. So I've always been in the gym, in the pool, um, making sure to fuel properly for swimming events and and that type of thing. But during all that, I didn't necessarily know I wanted to be a dietitian. I just knew I loved what I did. And that was being involved in health and fitness. I did know that I wanted to go to Cal Poly um, in San Luis Obispo for my education. And so when looking at the list of majors, I'm like, okay, I can do anything. This now is my chance. So when looking at the list of majors there, I stumbled upon nutrition and I was like, that's it. I had no idea what a dietitian was at that point. So just dove right into nutrition and Ever since my first Nutrition 101 class at Cal Poly, I was like, okay, this is the right field for me. I love it. And and still, it took time to develop wanting to become a dietitian while I was going through schooling, um, but loved the nutrition aspect of it, especially nutrition science. That's ultimately what kind of led me to become a dietitian. Yeah. And it, you know, it makes sense uh, because you mentioned you were in competitive swimming and 
you know, with sports, like obviously nutrition can play a huge role in that. So, I mean, it, yeah, it makes sense that that's kind of where you would kind of go based on what you like to do. Right. And, and the funny thing is, is that from like a, a nutrition standpoint with swimming, it, all I really knew at that point was that I, I really had to eat a lot in order to maintain a, my body weight, but B, be able to, to maintain a three hour workout. So, um, I didn't necessarily know what I should be having and, um, like more than the nutrients behind it, but I, I did understand, okay, when I don't eat, I don't perform well. When I eat a lot, I perform much better. So, so it was interesting to then go to school and kind of learn about how that, how that all works and, and plays, plays a yeah, role that's together. that's a good point because I think, you know, when you're young, you feel like you can eat anything and you're good. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And I did. But, you know, as you <laughs> said, you realized that it did matter kind of what things you put into your body in terms of gaining like For the performance sure. that you wanted yes. to gain. Exactly. Yep. So I'm curious, you know, with, with that knowledge, like what was your first job out of your internship? So I, um, kind of went the typical route of most dietitians right out of their internship go, um, to become clinical dietitians. I mean, the internship is so, so clinical heavy. And I had worked in a hospital in college as well and, and really enjoyed the hospital environment. And so I kind of thought that I would be a, a clinical lifelonger. Um, so I was a per diem clinical dietitian at UCSF. But I also did one day of outpatient weight management there. So that was while I was doing clinical one day a week, I would go to the outpatient weight management clinic. So I got to kind of dip my toe into life a little bit outside of clinical, which was, was kind of the first stepping stone to seeing, okay, there's, there's more to this than just necessarily being an inpatient dietitian. And I ended up leading some classes every week for outpatient weight management. And with that, I was able to gain some more like longer term relationships with, with patients because you're seeing them over a period of time versus just once when they come into the hospital and then they're gone. And so that kind of led that stepping stone into maybe there's other career paths out there that I might enjoy um, a little bit more. Yeah. And I think I can resonate with that a lot because for me, I like to see that the things that I'm doing is having results. Are paying off. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, obviously when someone comes in, an inpatient, you may or may not see them again. Well, and then you also hope that you don't see them again because if they're there, then it's probably not for a good reason. Exactly. And so, and then even if you did some kind of education in inpatient, like, did they actually follow what you you recommended? And like, did it actually help them? A lot of times it's not the, the most ideal setting for people to be receiving nutrition education. So it just makes it a little bit harder. Like, are you, are you hearing me? Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. Do, do you know what to do when you go yeah, home or no? <laughs> I totally like, you know, I've, I've gone to patients and like, they can't even, I, I'd see them the next day and they can't even remember who I yeah, am. Exactly. You know? so yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they, wait, who are you? If they can't remember who I am you, the next day, like, I highly doubt they'll probably rec- like remember anything that we talked about. Right. You know? Or, or when you say you're a dietitian, then they're like, oh, you're here to bring me food. And I'm like, well, not exactly, exactly. but we can talk about <laughs> <Right>. food. <laughs> so I'm curious. So, you know, obviously you kind of got a taste of outpatient and it seemed like something that you could enjoy. And I guess, did that lead you to where you are now? So not, not necessarily. So I, um, 
I, I was part-time, kind of. So I was part-time as a clinical dietitian and that one day of outpatient weight management. So I had, on average, I was working about three to four days a week. Being a swimmer and kind of always really into fitness, I had wanted to become a personal trainer. A lot of it was because of my own knowledge, like I wanted it for my own knowledge, but I always thought it might be something I want to do and pair with nutrition later on. So since I was only working part-time, I was like, well, this is a perfect time to become certified as a personal trainer. Um, And so I went ahead and got certified through NASA and figured as soon as I passed the test, um, then I I can start doing a couple days a week uh, personal training in addition to my clinical and outpatient weight management roles at UCSF. And and then that would be kind of like the perfect balance. Um, And then it turned out like pretty much right when I took my test, Um, To become a a personal trainer, UCSF had an opening for their nutrition and procurement supervisor position, and they strongly encouraged me to apply for it. And during my internship, I I did love working in the kitchen and and with the kitchen staff. And I've kind of always had the mindset of never turn down an opportunity. So I said yes. Um, And I was like, okay, well, I could still do this personal training thing on the side and and do this full-time procurement supervisor position. Well, not so easy to do personal training on the side when you have a full-time job. So so that didn't really happen. So I was in that position for about a year. And and then ultimately, my husband and family are based out of San Jose. So I knew I wanted to, to relocate out of San Francisco back to San Jose. Um, and there happened to be an open position with LifeStart, which is the company I currently work for. And they needed a, a personal trainer to registered dietitian to manage the new wellness center at Samsung headquarters. And so when I heard about the position, I'm like, okay, that's pretty much the perfect fit. Combines nutrition, combines personal training. It's in San Jose where I'd like to ultimately end up. And so I decided to take the leap for it once again, not turning down any opportunities. Um, And that's how I ended up in my current role. Yeah. Did you have any hesitancy to take that position coming from you know you know from what you I mean it's basically kind of getting a little out of your comfort zone right yeah for sure I mean well a I've never managed a gym in my entire life so luckily with the um, procurement supervisor job at UCSF I had some management experience so that was like okay well at least I've managed before but how do you manage a gym I have no idea the CEO of the company did let me know during interviews that he typically hires registered dietitians to lead the manager roles in the corporate gym settings because he finds that dietitians with their training, they're kind of used to just being thrown into situations and and coming out alive and figuring it out. So, um, so that gave me some, some reassurance, but definitely I was pretty nervous to take the job that, and I, I had my personal training certification, but I'd never, trained anyone before. So I was like, hopefully I I like it once I start training people. (laughs) But I mean, that kind of sounds like your personality though, because as you mentioned, you know, you really have, you you try to take on new opportunities that kind of come your way. For sure. I feel like, I mean, there's no way to like truly know and truly find your niche unless you test everything. Right. And, and even in testing everything, like even if you're in a job that you might not necessarily love, or it might not be perfect for you. I, I truly believe that it's teaching you something that will eventually be applicable later in life or later in a, a different job position. So I, I like to always kind of find the positives out of 
every job situation and tackle it that way. Those are really good words of wisdom. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That's like, it's inspired me. <laughs> well, well, you know, and that's what people like, so many people are like, ah, I don't know if I'm in the right job for me, or maybe I should start looking for other jobs. And, and I agree, like, it's always good to, to know what is open in the area and in your field. But there's no say that the next job is going to be any better, right? Every job is going to have pros and cons. Um, it's it's more just which ones you can can live with and, and which ones really help motivate you to be a better person. So that's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. And I really like that perspective of, like you mentioned, this might not be exactly the right fit, but there are still things that I could learn from this. Right. Yes. And sometimes even the worst jobs you learn the most. So, um, so, so you gotta, gotta, gotta take it that way. How would you describe the area of dietetics that you work in? I'd call it like overall, just like corporate wellness. And it's basically can, it kind of ranges depending on which corporation you work for as they all have kind of different setups, but in general, it's managing gym and wellness programming Sometimes that can include cafeteria as well, but a lot of these larger corporations are going to have kind of separate entities who manage cafeteria, um, one that manages the gym, and then there might even be a separate like wellness team and, and all of those three teams kind of work together to provide like the overall wellness programming. But I'd say like the main goal is to just motivate and engage corporate employees in health and wellness activities, especially since a lot of these employees sometimes have never dove into any of them. So exercise, they've not really ever engaged in exercise, nutrition. They've never really thought much about nutrition and how that plays a role in, in A, their work production, but B, how they feel. So it's kind of just trying to create corporate wellness programming that can help encourage these employees to engage in health activities. Yeah. So, I mean, it's almost, I mean, essentially like outpatient a little bit, right? Yeah. For sure. So, so in terms of like client wise, you're seeing clients on a, a weekly schedule in terms of personal training and nutrition clients. And, and that's awesome because you get that follow up and that follow through. But then you're also trying to get, I mean, there's always going to be those people that know that there's this fabulous state of the art fitness center in their building, but they're still sitting at their desk. So it's okay, how do I come up with programs that are going to get those people out of their desk and to step foot in this gym? And to kind of get a taste of what um, health and wellness might be like. Right. And I was trying to, in my mind, as you were saying all this, I was trying to compare and contrast like maybe doing outpatient in a corporate wellness type of setting versus a traditional like clinic type setting. Right. Yes. It's, I would say it's much different with in a clinic type setting um, or like a hospital based setting, outpatient weight management clinic or outpatient nutrition clinic, you can only get so close, right. With your, your patients. Mm -hmm. Um, they're still, they're still kind of that like fine line between they're my patient and, right. and I'm the provider, right. um, versus out versus like more of the corporate setting. You're really developing like a lifelong relationship with this person. You're seeing them outside of just them coming into your clinic, right. You're seeing them around campus. You're participating in wellness events with them and alongside of them. Um, you might be having lunch with them in the cafeteria some days. So it's really more of a, a bond, which is cool because it ends up translating into, into deeper health and wellness priorities, right? So the closer that you can get with someone, 
they really trust you that much more. So they're going to take your advice um, and they're going to want to work on that that much more. So that's that's where it's a really cool thing to see within the corporate fitness setting. Yeah. And that's really awesome because like you said, creating that bond and really, I mean, essentially letting them know that you're looking out for their best interest and you really are trying to help them out. And it's, and I'm looking out for your best interest at all times too, not just when you're sitting here in this clinic chair with me and you're trying to remember what's happened over the past month, but now you can't really remember. So, so the, the closer contact definitely helps create that closer bond and, and ultimately help people be a little bit more successful with their goals. I'm curious if you think that there is more, would you say there is more motivation in the corporate wellness side versus like your traditional outpatient clinic? That depends. That's a really good question. It kind of depends because if people have medical issues going on, I I do find that to be a huge motivator, which a lot of times in an outpatient clinic, there is going to be a medical reason associated with it, which motivates them. But it's the follow through that's a little bit more lacking. Whereas in the corporate setting, maybe the motivation to change is a little bit different. It might not be a health reason necessarily. It might be more of a physical appearance type reason or just a curiosity reason. So maybe the motivation is a little bit less, but their follow through is a little bit more because they do feel that stronger bond. What is a typical day to day for you? So in terms of, so I manage the fitness facility. So with that comes like kind of all of the management stuff. So creating programs, um, reporting in our engagement numbers to see, okay, are we improving month over month in engagement? How can we engage more people? Um, I have to maintain a budget, order any supplies for the gyms. Um, if we're doing like a facility upgrade, then that would require like procuring new fitness equipment and working with a design team to do a layout. Um, obviously customer service. So people, Anyone that comes into a gym um, is going to need something. Um, So providing customer service. Um, So those would be kind of like the management tier of my day to day. Um, And then also I do a lot of personal training, um, group training. So typically that's about like five ish people training at once um, with me or I do nutrition counseling. So kind of a combination of, of management um, personal training, group training, and then nutrition counseling. And you must find this to be pretty rewarding because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about kind of what you said, you know, why you got into nutrition and kind of how your path went, you know, being able to combine exercise and activity with also the nutrition part to me seems like the really probably the best approach to improving health. Right. Yep. I feel like I can, can, touch people in all aspects of their life, right? Because it's not just nutrition, counseling, and personal training. Those are two health aspects that are extremely important in people's lives. But then as you get to know these people, now you're understanding the social factors that are impacting their daily decisions and, and what those motivations are. So you kind of, you get to know that whole person so, so well that it just helps you be a better counselor, helps you be a better trainer, Um, and, and that to me is super rewarding just because you can see, yeah, it's cool to see the physical changes that happen to people over time with, with training and, and and nutrition counseling. But what the even more rewarding aspect of it is seeing, okay, there's such a happier person. 
they're balancing their social lives better. They feel like they're working towards something. So that's really what's motivating in terms of me to keep kind of plugging and chugging at this at this type of career. Right. So you you're kind of almost like a life coach in a, in a sense a little bit. Yep. That's what I feel like. I mean, sometimes people come in for their training sessions and I mean, they're only 30 minutes long. They kind of got to get in and get out and get back to work. But sometimes it's like, okay, it's been 20 minutes and you're supposed to be doing squats this whole time, <laughs> but we've just been talking about what's been going on in your personal life. Um, and, and that's okay when that happens. Right. And, and sometimes that's just what the person needs. And, and it's important for me as a trainer and a counselor to realize that that's what that person needed today, right? It's not always about coming in and killing yourself in a hard workout. Um, it's about, okay, how can we provide a life for you that's going to be fulfilling and rewarding? But then also it touches on your health in terms of nutrition and training. Yeah, and that seems really important because, you know, I think we know that, you know, we have to address the cause of why someone might be, you know, maybe they're not exercising as much or maybe they're not exactly. following a certain recommendation. And a lot of it can be related to like emotional and like yep. mental uh, issues sure. that might be getting in the way of helping or getting in the way from that person doing, I guess, you know, the right things. Yeah. And that's what I find most like a lot of times in my nutrition counseling sessions, it's not that people don't know how to eat healthy. They certainly do know how to make healthy choices on their own. It's more, how do I manage my emotional and mental aspects um, of my psyche? They're kind of making me do habits that I might not necessarily want to engage in, but I'm doing them anyways. And now I feel guilty for doing that. So now I engage in unhealthy patterns even more. um, And it kind of becomes this cycle. So that's super common in all of my nutrition counseling sessions, which I think more people need to notice. It's not that there's nothing wrong with you. You know how to eat healthy. We just have to learn how to manage these habits um, in a different way. What's something that most people don't know about the field or, or know about corporate wellness? Is there anything you've, you can think of? Um, I, I guess for me, I kind of always thought like, oh, if, if I'm a dietitian at Samsung, then I... I work for Samsung. Um, and that hasn't been true for most corporate wellness positions that I know of. Um, usually there's a contract company that's contracted with the larger corporation like Samsung, like Apple, like Google, and, and you work for that contract company um, and not the actual he- headquarter or corporation, um, which is, is awesome in the way that like I work for Lifestart. Lifestart is truly the expert right? And so we know that we're providing good services to Samsung because we're the expert in in terms of fitness management companies. Um, But at the same time, it can be interesting because it's almost like having two bosses, right? I have to please Lifestart as my main boss, but also I have to please Samsung and what what they want. Um, So that part can be challenging. So that was kind of like one of the main things I always assumed, okay, I'm going to go work for Samsung, I must be a Samsung employee. But another thing too is just how fun it is. I I never really thought that a, a job could be considered like fun would be one of my main words to describe my job. The gym is the best part of most of these employees' days, right? It's a chance to, for them to get away from work. Um, so it's almost like their social hour. So yeah, they're all working out and engaging in health activities, but 
they're also socializing. So everyone's in a good mood. Um, and so that really makes the job a really awesome field to work in. Yeah. And I would think you're surrounded by like-minded people too. Right. Exactly. You're, you're around, around people who also want to improve their health. Um, and who realize that, okay, wow, this doesn't have to be something that's torturous. This can be something that actually provides me a lot of mental stress relief and makes me feel better. So now I want to do it because I feel better, um, not because I'm being forced to do it or I have to drag my feet here every day. And so, and so that's that makes it a really fun part, too. Are there certain attributes that you think make a successful dietitian in corporate wellness? So... I truly think that the dietetic internship prepares you to be thrown into a lot of different jobs and just figure it out because that's kind of how the internship is. That being said, definitely knowledge and exercise and nutrition is extremely important. The more you know about that, the more buy-in you're going to get from employees as you're trying to engage them. Management skills, I think, are super important. So being able to multitask especially considering that if you're a manager and you're having to work on budgets or projects, but you also have to address people that are just coming into the gym to say hi, or a client stops in to, to talk to you about something, or someone needs to, to buy a shirt in the pro shop, you have to be able to get interrupted and then still also finish those projects. So a good multitasker is, is definitely something that would benefit. Ability to form relationships and keep them. That's what's going to keep people coming back to the gym. That's what's going to make people want to join the gym. Um, so that's really important. And, and ultimately, that stems from from being a positive person and, be, and being excited for what you do. Yeah. And I think reflecting kind of on our conversation, I would think also maybe good counseling skills. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. So outpatient weight management help counseling helped me tremendously um, going into this job because I kind of had that more outpatient setting type counseling skills. Um, so that was very beneficial going into this job. Right. Because I feel like it really does take time and experience to really find that motivation for people. It, it does. Yeah. And, and motivational interviewing is not an easy concept to grasp without actually having that practical experience. Right. And I guess that leads me to my next question is, you know, what advice do you have for someone that may be trying to get into corporate wellness? So I definitely say, um, a put your feelers out there. So, um, there are tons of fitness management companies, um, going to give a little shout out to LifeStart. They're the best. Um, so look into those companies. LifeStart um, is one of them, but there's many of them. Um, try to get your personal training certification beforehand and have some sort of personal training um, clientele before you start, just so that you're familiar with, okay, how do I, I lead a workout program and how do I come up with a workout program? Um Prior management experience is definitely helpful. It doesn't have to be anything major. I mean, I was only in management for about a year before um, I started, um, but it, it, it was super helpful. Um, someone who wants to be is like a creative person would do fantastic in this type of job. So I am not the best creative person, um, 
but that being said, it's, it's a cool aspect of the job and that like I get to create whatever wellness programs I want. Um, and it's up to me. So sometimes it's trial and error. Wow. That worked out really well, or this didn't work at all. Um, and you kind of learn over time, but the someone who's a creative would be uh, very, very good at this type of job. Yeah. And I guess, you know, now when I reflect on our, again, on our conversation and kind of your path, and I think I know the answer to this next question, but did you think this is where you would end up like in corporate wellness when you were, you know, as you were going through your internship, as you're going through school, you know, like, did you think that this is where you would be? Not at all. I always thought I would be in the hospital setting. Um, just from my experiencing working in a hospital in college and then out of college during the internship, um, I kind of always just thought I'd be in the hospital setting. Um, and then maybe doing personal training on the side. Um, I also thought, okay, maybe I'll do like swim coaching on the weekend. I always thought I'd have some dip of my toe into training. Um, but I never thought that I would be kind of a full blown, my day in day out job is, is a combination between, um, personal training and nutrition. Um, mostly because I didn't know what that avenue was. I didn't necessarily want to work in like a, a, a gym, like a regular gym, um, necessarily. So it wasn't until I was learned that corporate, corporate wellness was a thing that I was like, Oh, that that's perfect. Like ding, ding, ding. It's kind of the same thing with how I chose nutrition, um, in college is the light bulb went off. So, um, now I couldn't be happier, but yeah, I didn't necessarily know I'd go this way. Yeah. Cause you know, and actually that's surprising because my thought would have been yes, just because, of your background as, you know, as a competitive swimmer. Um, yeah. And I, I guess I would have thought that this is, I guess, where you thought you would be. So I'm really surprised that, uh, no, I guess it's, I, I mean, kind of what we talked about earlier, it's kind of that, like you get sucked into that rabbit hole of clinical. Right. And so sometimes it's hard to see outside of, of what there is besides working as a dietitian in a hospital. Um, and I love that challenge, especially at UCSF, things were so challenging and I love that challenge. And so that's what kind of inspired me to continue in the hospital. Um, and then there was a new challenge of like, okay, now I'm going to get thrown into a a gym where I have no idea. I've never managed a gym before. So this is my new challenge and, and it ended up just being the perfect fit for me. As I was listening back on this conversation, I felt like there was a lot of good words of wisdom. For instance, if you're looking to make your next job move and you're nervous or scared and keep asking yourself, what if this and what if that? Well, you'll never know unless you try. And even if it's not the right fit, there are still things you can learn or gain new knowledge to help you on your next move. And also recognizing that this is not the end of your journey. And with that being said, if you're interested in corporate wellness and you want to learn more about the company that Kara works for, You can visit www.lifestart.net to learn more about the company and what they are about. And if you want to hear more from Kara, you can follow her on Instagram and her Instagram is in the podcast description. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on whatever platform you're listening this on. If you're listening 
on Apple Podcasts. It would help us out if you left a rating or review. And if you or anyone you know works in a unique or niche field of nutrition and would like to be on the show, please reach out to me on social media or at our website, www.dietitiansunknown.com. Thanks for listening.